0: All right, today is Father's Day, and uh, it's a shame that we we choose one day to celebrate mothers and one day to celebrate fathers, and that's it. We celebrate months for this and months for that, and we celebrate people that are past, but we choose one day to celebrate fathers. And one day to celebrate mothers. And today we're celebrating fathers. And a father was celebrating Father's Day when the little girl started uh, giving it a lot of thought. She asked her mom, she said, if Santa brings presents and God brings our daily bread and Uncle Sam gives us Social Security, why do we need daddy? Sadly, we don't put a high regard on fathers anymore. For the most part, men do a pretty good job of being husbands and fathers. Uh, But uh, I don't know about all the men. I'll say most of the men I know. We don't do such a great job with dates and names. I read a story about a man who was drinking his morning coffee and he was eating breakfast before he went to work. His wife came into the kitchen and she said, Do you know what day it is? Of course I do. He had no idea, but he didn't want her to. Think he didn't know. So he quickly pretended to be busy eating again. And as the day progressed, he thought about it and thought about it. He wrecked his brain. So, trying to remember what day it was, he couldn't come up with anything. So, to be safe, he sent her roses at nine o'clock. At lunchtime, he sent her balloons and a big teddy bear. Later in the afternoon, he sent her a beautiful necklace. When he got home, is the wife met him at the door and she said, this is the best Veterans Day ever. <laughs> We're not perfect, men, but we need to be appreciated. A word of advice, though, men, keep those dates in your, in your phone, in your wallet somewhere. It'll It'll save you a lot of time, grief, and obviously money if you do not know what day it is and women do not test us <laughs> please we're going to talk today about saying uh, any man can be a father but not every father can be a daddy we're talking about what is a daddy proverbs three twelve: for whom the lord loves he corrects just as a father Discipline and punishment mixed up. Discipline means to train and teach. Punishment means to give someone harsh consequences for a wrongful act already committed. Now, my dad disciplined us. And when I say us, I don't mean my brother and I. I, need, I, I mean me, myself, and I. Um, <laughs> he did this by teaching us, um, and he never hesitated to punish us when we deserved it however he was full of wisdom he was going to punish me one time um and i told him i was innocent he thought about it for a moment and said in the overall scheme of things you've gotten away with way more than you've ever been caught for so take your punishment and be quiet and sadly he was correct in this Proverbs thirteen twenty two says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children. More important, we put priorities on school. We put priorities on uh, you know, education. Get a good job. You've got to make good money. The important thing that we need to teach our children and our children's children is spiritual inheritance. We need to leave them with a spiritual inheritance. Spiritual blessings that your grandchildren will love and teach their children. All because we taught our children that. That's what a daddy starts with when he loves his children. Ephesians 6, 4. And this should be required reading for every father. It says, and you, fathers, do not provoke your children. Bring them up in a spiritual thing. What matters more, their education that nowadays it, they're, they're showing what I, I, saw, I heard uh, last week, I think it was, uh, 52% of people actually graduate that go to college. They go to college and spend all this money. They're getting an education, and 52% of them graduate. 48% end up dropping out, but we spend all this time and money on that. What's more important than education? And and don't get me wrong, I'm not cutting down on education. I'm not cutting down working hard, getting a good job, getting a good education. You need to be uh, educated in what's going on, and you need to get a good job, work hard. But nothing's more important than our internal life this is temporary you can make all the money in the world right now but the the cost of everything it's not going to do you any good if you have God that's what matters so what more could we teach our children than that now to the children your parents aren't perfect they don't do anything right but we don't either as kids we need to quit hassling our parents stop giving them grief every time they don't get our way. They're trying to love you and care for you. Let me tell you, both fathers and kids, anyone that lets their kids get away with anything that they want, that's lazy parenting. Fathers, anybody can let their kid do anything they want. That's lazy. It's tough to say no. It's hard to say no and bring them up because at some point in time, They're going to hate you if you're doing it right. There's a lot of times I did not like my father. I appreciate it now. And I love the discipline and punishment because it got me where I am today. Anyone can say, go ahead and go. I knew he loved me because it's hard to say no. It's hard as a parent, as a father, to tell your child, no, you can't go to this something that I know you want to go to because we love blessing our kids we love them being happy saying no hurts us my dad always said this hurts me more than it hurts you And i'm like well, then take the beating beat yourself i'm okay with it but that it does as a good father you need that you need to say no children stop complaining and love your parents and obey them Loving our parents is so important to God that He made it one of the Ten Commandments. And be thankful that your parents love you enough to put up with you and take care of you. So many fathers today have little to nothing to do with their children. I remember when Christina uh, got into the closet and she came out one time and she was dressed in my my uniform, my officiating uniform. She had that on and a hat and had a little whistle. She's blowing it. Christian used to go in there. He liked dressing up as a kid. Now I can't get him to dress up for nothing. But as a kid, he loved dressing up. Putting on. He tried to put on my ties and he'd come out. And Why did they do that? They wanted to be like their daddy that they loved. The highest reward a father can experience is having their kids want to be just like them. So many kids today want nothing to do with their father's. And looking at fathers today, I don't blame them. Society portrays fathers as being incompetent and as people who can't do anything right, so they don't uh, deserve our respect. Remember the old shows that showed fathers uh, uh, that were worthy of respect? How about Father Knows Best? Remember that one? Old enough people? Yep leave it to beaver the andy griffith show the fathers were were wise and the kids listened to them and they they it was a good family now in contrast my kids grew up with married with children al bundy the simpsons and the family guy and we wonder why children don't respect their fathers we're teaching them that their fathers are you know idiots they they're they're goofballs that don't deserve respect and when we don't start at the head of the household showing respect for the father the house does not work there's a reason God set everything up the way that he did and when satan can tear down the head of the household he's got the whole home these are just a couple of uh statistics here 85 percent of youth who are currently in prison grew up in a fatherless home children without a father are four times more likely to live in poverty than children with a father children from fatherless homes are twice as likely to drop out of school before graduating than children with fathers 24.7 million children in the the United States live in a home where their biological father is not present. That equates to one in every three children do not have their father in their home. Fathers, we're not doing a good job. Girls who live in a fatherless home have 100% higher risk of suffering from obesity than girls who have their father present. Teen girls from fatherless homes are also four times more likely to become mothers before the age of 20. 75% of rapists are motivated by displaced anger that is associated from their abandonment from their fathers. Living in a fatherless home is a contributing factor to substance abuse with children from such homes accounting for 75% of Adolescent patients being treated 75% of them, 85% of all children, which exhibit some type of behavioral disorder come from fatherless homes, 90% of youth in the United States who decide to run away come from fatherless homes, 63% of youth suicides come from fatherless homes. 40% of children in the United States are born to mothers who are not married. Over 60% of these children were born to mothers who were under the age of 30. Children who live in fatherless homes are 279% more likely to deal drugs or carry firearms for offensive purposes compared to children who live with their fathers. Pregnant women who do not have the support of their father experience pregnancy loss at a 48% rate. And this last one is stupid, silly, and sad all in the same time. 54% of fathers in the US that they surveyed say that parenting isn't enjoyable all the time. Well, duh. It's not fun. My grandmother said, keep a Bible between your legs and you won't have a problem. If it hits the ground, you're in trouble. We want want this, but we don't want the responsibility of it. Marriage life is not easy. Fatherhood is not easy. It's a responsibility. The most competent man in the world is the man who is holding his newborn baby while asking God to help him raise that baby. Someone said. Any, one, any man can raise a child. But only a godly man can raise a godly child. And if fathers are that important. So are the blessings that they bestow upon their children. What are fathers called to do? He's supposed to love his kids enough. To be their daddy. And enough to bless them. Proverbs 27 says the righteous man walks in. We do what we're supposed to do. The blessings are passed on to our children and passed on to our children's children. But when we do not walk in it, the curse is passed on to our children and our children's children. We have a high responsibility, fathers. It's time for us to step up And stop playing house. It's tough. Yep. That's why we need to reach out to God. We need to stop trying to do it the world's way. Stop trying to do it our own way and do it God's way. Turn to Him. When a man is godly, his children are blessed. So give your children their due blessings by teaching them to be godly. And give them your blessings today. And I don't mean by saying it. Teaching them is actually showing them by example. Don't be the father that says don't smoke while holding a cigarette in your hand. Don't be the father that brings them to church, tells them God's number one in our life, but they see absolutely nothing except on Sunday mornings. Being godly is every day of the week. That doesn't mean that we're perfect, gentlemen. But it means they see us striving. My father was not perfect, but I saw a godly man. And a godly man is on his knees. A godly man is praying with me. Not just talking. We can say, God's number one in our life. You need to do this. You need to do that. God says this, but then we turn around and we're the most ungodly men there is. We need to bless our children by being an example. It doesn't matter what age your children are. That child needs a daddy to bless them by putting his hand on their shoulder and praying with them. Introduce God to your child. Ask God to bless them in all that they do. Some fathers would feel uncomfortable doing these things because they never do them at home. But we have to remember who it's about. It's not about us every year we have our christmas eve service and at communion i do it a little different i say the head of the house the fathers are supposed to pray over each individual person as you give them communion and over half of you before i get from here to there to pray with my family you're done praying That tells me you don't pray over your kids because you don't know how to do it. You don't know how to bless them. You don't do it on a daily basis. Praying over our children and blessing over our children takes time. Get on your knees. You got time for video games. You got time for your phone. We got time for Facebook. We got time for cars, sports, whatever it is. But we don't have time to pray over our children. Pray with our kids. Teach them about God. Shame on us. It isn't about how comfortable you are. It's about your children having what they need and what they deserve. A father's love can build your child's life or the lack of it will destroy their life. A family's love is the strongest cement in the world. Why? Because it's godly cement and it bonds permanently. When I was growing up, my dad taught me the necessities he taught me how to ride a bike, taught me how to skip a rock. He taught me how to work hard, how to enjoy life, what it means to be a family, how to respect my elders, how to treat a lady, how to treat and love my children, how to pray, how to read my Bible, how to have faith in God, how my actions have consequences. And how to love God and others by showing me how love works. He did this by example. He did it by loving me enough to say, no, you're not going to do what you want. You're going to come to church. So many times today, we don't want to upset our children. We want to give them choice. They don't like church. We guess what? They don't like school. Guess what? They don't like healthy food. Guess what? They don't like going to bed. They don't like brushing their teeth, but we don't mind them getting mad at us over that. Well, I don't want them to hate church. That's not your job. Your job is to put them in the pew, make them read their Bible, make them pray to God and suck it up, buttercup. Doesn't matter what you like. You're a child. I'm the father. My job is to teach you, raise you in the way that you're supposed to be. That's my job. Quit failing your children. Pray with them if you're not going to pray over yourself you're not going to spend time with god at least do it for your children proverbs 13 24 he who spares his rod hates his son but it's the problem with our society we're the buddy i'm not my kid's buddy they got friends everywhere I'm their father, that's it. I'm their daddy. I'm the only one that they have. They need me to be in that role as a daddy, as a father. That steadfast figure that they can depend on and count on. No matter what goes on in their life, they can look at their father and say, I know he's going to be there. He's able to pray with me. He's able to show me that what's supposed to happen here. Friends will come and go. But there's only one daddy. Daddy. We knew that we were special to my Father. Do your children know how special they are to you? The truth is that God expects certain things from us. When we fail, God still loves us enough to forgive us. A father is never so strong as when he shows love for his children just as God does for us. A father is never so tall as when... He becomes a daddy and kneels down humbly on his knees to pray with his child. A father is never so loving as when he teaches his children about the love of God. A father can be many things to his children, including a critic, a disciplinarian. But it takes a daddy to show true love. At night, I pray over my children and my grandchildren. I bless my children. And I introduce them to God by saying, God, here's my child in whom I am so proud. Love them as you have loved me. Keep them sealed in your spirit and let them walk in your favor all the days of their lives. Do you pray over your children every night? Let me tell you, Satan is out to steal, kill, and destroy your children and your grandchildren. If you don't pray on them, Pray over them and pray for them every single day. Shame on you. Where you're going to be held accountable for that before God. You have a responsibility. The best way to get your children close to God is for you to lead them there. But you can't lead them if you don't know the way yourself. We all have problems. But as head of the house, men are responsible for the entire family. And that by itself poses a problem. Now wouldn't it be nice if there was a book that had all the answers for us as fathers? But if there was a book, we'd have to read it first. We'd have to learn from it. Well, gladly there is a book. It's the Bible. We have to read it by ourselves and to our children so we will finally know what to say and what it says before we can bless our children we need to know what the lord says we have to have a relationship with him on a personal level if you don't know him right now you have that chance we have to begin talking to god and then listen when he talks back he wrote a law that says honor thy father and thy mother but just as children are required to honor their parents we're uh, we're required to honor our father as well to honor him with our love and our obedience to him honor him with our surrendering honor him by letting his godly will overtake our worldly will By giving up the control of our lives. We honor Him by putting Him the top priority of our life. And that's in everything. Wherever you spend your time and money, that's your God. That's who you're honoring. Do we show our children that God's important? We have to honor Him by humbling our hearts to Him and by simply receiving the free gift of His Son, Jesus Christ. Let's bow our heads this morning. You have to know Him first. Have that relationship with Him first before you can lead your children to Christ. And that's not just knowing of Him. Lots of people know of God. We have to have that personal relationship with Him on a daily basis. Maybe you've never accepted Him as your personal Savior. Maybe you don't have that personal relationship. You accepted Him one day years ago, but you've never grown that relationship. You don't know how to lead your children and grandchildren. Today, you need to get back to him get back to that relationship with God dear Heavenly father Lord we thank you that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for each and every one of us Lord we pray that you'll forgive us of our sins take them all away from us Lord come into our hearts Lord, for the rest of us that know you, Lord, we want to get closer to you. We want to have that per- personal relationship with our daddy. And Lord, help us as men, as fathers, to love our children, to lead our children the way that you love us, so that we can become daddies. Lord, we thank you. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.